0: Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlenCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and I certainly do count a blessing and an honor from our Lord to be here with you on this, the 63rd episode of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we are going to continue and actually conclude our 2016 loopback with uh, something around conversations. Yes, so go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blaine Courages You is coming to you with our topic, The Last Word. That's what's coming up next. CCU family, this is the fourth and final installment of our 2016 Loopback series, where God taught me different lessons over 2016, and I've been sharing them with all of you. So in this last installment, I actually have a question for you. If you knew that the words you are speaking to your loved one, family, friend, neighbor, enemy, or even a stranger, if the words that you're currently speaking would be the last words that they heard or the last ones that you spoke to them, would you really continue saying what you're saying or would your words be different? Hmm. let me start off with a story. Many years ago, I worked at a bank and landed, well not landed, I should say that God placed me in a department where a majority of the employees were Holy Ghost filled and or grew up in church. So as new young saints in the Lord, we loved going to one another's services, gospel concerts, and sharing the latest teachings Revelations from the Word of God, Our Heartaches, and Our Triumphs. Eventually, the bank was bought out and jobs were lost, but I kept in touch with a fellow named Henry. Now, Henry was funny, goofy, and could work a nerve, okay? But the Lord also used him to show and tell me a few things over my lifetime. We went from the era of paying our bills downtown. I know, I sound like I'm 150 years old. It really wasn't that long ago. And what we would do is that we would call paying a smaller part of the bill. We would say we were giving the telephone company hush money because, you know, we were young and we didn't have the entire balance to pay. So we would try to pay as much as we could and called it hush money. So we used to go downtown to do that. So we went from doing that to paying bills online, from jerry curls, oh my goodness, to, uh, <laughs> to straight hair, to going clean bald, at least for him, renting apartments, to owning homes, from riding the bus, to paying car notes, from records, vinyl records, to cassette tapes, to CDs, to actually downloading music. And in looking over that two decades of our lifetimes, a lot of things took place. Sometimes Henry and I would talk several times a day, other times it would be weekly or maybe even a few times a month. Although I have to say that Henry would text me, he was very active in doing that and active on social media. He would be sure to comment on some of my Facebook posts, pictures or outings that were attended and oftentimes had a very smart comment to accompany what it was that he said. I'll tell you though, when we did connect via the phone, although you know we hadn't maybe talked in a few weeks, it was like there hadn't been any lapse in time at all. That's how good of friends we were. So I spoke to Henry sometime in October of last year. I really don't recall the exact conversation at all, what we said specifically. But what I do remember is that it was the last time that we ever spoke. BCU family, I did not see that coming at all. (sighs) While my heart grieves at the loss of my friend, I do give God praise for the almost 25 year friendship that we had and that the last words we exchanged were not harsh, unloving, or something regretful. You know, we often treat our communication very nonchalantly. When we ask, how are you? Do we really want to know or is it another way of just saying a quick hello? Do we look for an opportunity to connect with someone, say at the cleaners or at the market? Or is it our aim to get in and to get out? You might be thinking, well, listen, you know what, Glenn? You know, I'm, I'm going to the cleaners or what have you. Those folks in there are strangers. What does it matter that I make a connection at all with them. You know, who cares? Let me tell you another story. A few years ago, uh, I was a hurried customer. (laughs) One of those folks trying to get in and out of the grocery store. Trying to make my way through the checkout line and and get everything taken care of by a specific time. I must have left a bag or, or something in the grocery store because I recall rushing back in, only to be greeted by a very, very pleasant woman who actually asked me how I was doing. Now, I probably said fine with a smile, but my heart and probably my facial expression said, yeah, I really need to try to get out of here. So I I said fine, and I, I remember I just sort of kept moving. This young lady actually stopped me. And gave me the biggest hug and then told me now you can go mind you I didn't know this woman at all and I was shocked by her act obviously the Lord had sent her but it warmed my heart and caused me to be mindful and and slow down rather than rushing right out of the store and to my knowledge and I've been back to that store a few times, I have never seen her again. Now, I can't recall what I ate last Tuesday for lunch, but all those years ago, I can remember how that woman asked me the question, how are you doing, and how that blesses me, even to this day. You all see what I mean with the connection and not necessarily having to know the person? Yeah it's important all right so let's take this closer to home is dinner with family and friends a time to look one another in the face and converse or do we immediately pull out our cell phones and tablets while we update one another on the latest Twitter news I recall being out to dinner with my family and just quickly catching a glance of another table uh, full of people, family I wanna say of maybe four or five who were waiting to be served. Everyone that was at the table, including the parents, were hunched over their phones. I think that was the loudest silence that I have heard to date. I wonder, looking back at that moment, how differently would the conversation had gone if that family knew that it was the last time that all four or five of them would be together? What if the Lord had taken one of them from that group that night? How much regret would there have been in the last moments that were spent together? Or how about this? And this is a true story as well. A son and a mom get into a quarrel about a poor decision that the son makes. Tempers flare, words are exchanged, doors slam, and silence engulfs the house for days. Later that week, the son, who's a healthy young guy in his 20s, falls gravely ill and is going in and out of consciousness at the hospital. With the grace of God, the young man finally comes to. He looks around, looks up at his mom, and immediately asks this question. Are you still mad at me? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? That was the first thing that came out of this young man's mouth. Think about how his mom would have felt if that heated exchange would have been their last conversation and something had happened to him. Thankfully, the Lord spared and healed the son and taught that family a valuable lesson. Now, BCU family, please do not start walking in fear, dread, and worry about who may be departing from this life next. That is certainly not the intended point behind this post. Rather, as we interact with spouses, significant others, children, family members, co workers, enemies, strangers, friends, what we want to do is ask the Lord to give us the words to speak that will be a blessing to the hearer. We want our words to be a blessing to the hearer. Colossians chapter 4 verse 6 says, "To let our speech not our silence, but our speech be always with grace and seasoned with salt, that we know how to answer every one And and let me say this to you, BCU family, even when we disagree with someone or we have to confront someone, and Matthew chapter 18 lets us know how to do that, Matthew chapter 18, and there's also a link to doing that on the BlaineCouragesYou.com site as a side note. So in confrontation, disagreement, or even in correction, if we've got to correct someone, we can still speak seasoned all while God gets the glory. Let me just stop right here and talk about that salt or seasoning. Salt gets a really bad rap in our society. God actually made our bodies to need a certain amount of sodium in order to be able to function. It's only when it's done in excess and not in pureness. That iodized salt is really not the best salt. Sea salt is really better for you. That's another post that we'll have to talk about. But nonetheless, you need some salt in your body, and we need salt on our food. I'll tell you what, it's biblical. It's biblical because Job chapter 6, verse 6 says, Can that which is unsavory be eaten without salt? Or is there any taste in the white of an egg? So Job said it himself. So what that means is, is that, you know, when someone is saying something to you, we, we have to put some salt on it. We, it's the way that the words are said. That's the salt. And, and we've said this, probably you've heard it over your lifetime or you've said it to someone. A lot of times it's not what we say, it's how we say it. That is the salt and it is necessary. Amen? Amen. So, you know, James chapter 4, verse 14, as we move on, says that, you know, we, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We really don't. Our lives are like a vapor. And when you think about it, it's so true because, you know, folks are here one moment and then, you know, gone almost the next. And when you think about a vapor, when you think about fog or a cloud of steam, you know, it's it's visible, yes, and then it disappears, but it has an impact while it's here. So what we want to do with the help of the Lord is do and really say things that quote-unquote add value to whoever we are speaking with. Amen? Amen. BCU family, there is no doubt that I miss my buddy Henry. My life will not be the same without him. And yes, if I had known that our last conversation would have been our last conversation, it would have been a lot different. It would have been served up with a heaping helping of extra love. But through his death, the Lord is still good and worthy to be praised and reminding us to be mindful of all of our interactions. Let's keep in mind that no one that we come in contact with is by accident, that God intends for those interactions, those conversations, no matter how brief or how long to take place. Will you allow the Lord to speak through you? So that leads us to our question of the week. So, with the help of the Lord, how do you consciously plan to have meaningful conversations with the people? you come in contact with. So what you can do is head on over to the blendcouragesyou.com site if you're not already here, and please respond to that comment. We love dialogue. And if you have something different that you'd like to say, you are also very welcome to leave a comment about that as well. So VCU family, as we get ready to wrap up, as per usual, I just want to remind you that if you have not already subscribed to you.com, it's a good day to do just that it's free and it's a great place to get the encouragement inspiration and information based on the word of God that we all need myself included additionally you can see what we're up to on the daily check us out on Facebook twitter instagram and now we are on youtube yes we are all under blend encourages you you can also listen in and subscribe to the podcast on stitcher radio google play and itunes so you can catch up with us pretty much anywhere possible on the internet BCU family, so we're going to go ahead and bring this podcast to a close. Thank you so much for stopping by. Again, we know that you have a choice to get your encouragement, and you stop by here. And for that, again, we say thank you. So this is Blend from BlaineCouragesYou.com signing off. May God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you peace as you stay on the wall. We'll see you next time.